I love you. Welcome back to the Marvel Couch Potatoes. Mm, mm. It's made out of Marvel. Can Marvels. You, can, you can't even imagine it because it's so marvelous, this couch. Ooh, it's going to blow your mind, Shimmer Shimmer Sheen. Oh, God, I am the green child from Gorsh. And I <laughs> am the faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. <laughs> <laughs> this is Green and Faceless on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV. Indeed. Welcome back to the Marvel playlist. Yes, number four. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, number four. Yeah. yeah. I always keep forgetting that Howard Duck happened. So I was like, no, that's going to be every episode yeah. in this playlist. I even have it written down on top that's number four. Anyways, we're, we have our first repeat. Uh, with the yeah. success of Blade, with the success of X Men, Marvel, who don't really you know have much control over their properties at this point in time, no, no, they yeah. still were pushing for a sequel, and uh, the Steve Norrington of the last Blade, the director of the last movie, uh, he wasn't coming back. Um, okay, I don't know why. Maybe schedule issues. Not, not that there was issues with the production, to my knowledge, right? But. Uh, the the heads of the New Line Cinema, I think it was New Line Cinema that did this. I can't yes. remember. Yes, I remember yeah. they, they turned it from blue to red. Yeah, <laughs> and they they saw <laughs> they saw something beautiful. They saw a, a movie that I can't remember the title for. It was like Minos. It, it's Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. They saw a Guillermo del Toro <laughs> film, and they were just like, "We want that guy." Yeah, and so they they you know got him to sign up. So this is Guillermo del Toro's Blade, and it's very fun. Um, I love Guillermo del Toro. He's still finding his feet with smaller budgets, um, because mm-hmm. this is, you know, he hasn't gotten to the, the, anybody can do whatever the, or anybody, he, he hasn't gotten to the, I can do whatever the fuck I want because I got money point yet. Um, uh, he'll, he gets there, but yeah, he does. <laughs> I, I got you at the point that he's made this film. Yeah. I thought you were talking at present. I was like, no, man, no, no. I feel like they gave him a whole bunch of money yeah, for he that can do whatever he, thing. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He can do whatever he wants. He can. Because, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what the Cabinet of Curiosities was. Was It was just like, I want to help so many other horror film yeah. producers and directors there. out there. Yeah. I want to get them He's like, I'm just going to toss them money to make their own stories, and it's very exciting. It's very good. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so as you may know... Guillermo del Toro likes horror movies. Oh god, yeah, that was the main reason they wanted him was because he's he's good with dark. Oh yeah, he's got a good dark vision, and uh, he came into this project. Um, he apparently watched all of the dailies of the first film to get a sense of where their storytelling was at, how they were doing all this kind of stuff, what the language they were trying to use was, and he walked out of it saying. Vampires are becoming too romantic, too Victorian, anti-hero, like lost soul kind of thing. And he's like, I want to make vampires fucking scary again. Nice. And so that's what he approached this film with, was he, he wanted to make it scary again. And, and he I kind could, of, kind of succeeded. That. Yeah. 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 It's, it was quite literal transformation though yeah 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 and the effects are still kind of off like it's not yeah but not i the thought they were pretty good with yeah. the with the mouth stuff anyway the mouth stuff was good yeah. so yeah and this and this uh the, the movie starts off with wesley snipes they brought him back um mm-hmm. because nobody knows blade better than wesley snipes that is his you know he he made this character 
something beautiful. Yeah. In, in some people's minds. I, I like it a lot, but I know some people like might watch this movie and be like, this is fucking stupid. You know, but it's just like, I mean, it, it doesn't really have character development. No, not it's, really. It's pretty much just the 90s. I mean, it's this was yeah. in 2002. Blade, Blade definitely is like at the exact same spot. Yeah. At the end of the movie, character-wise. Except yeah. for Dude does that, not grow. <laughs> no. Except for that he, like, likes one vampire. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a little warm, warming up to certain ideas. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say that. But yeah, in this one, he is tracking, tracking down Whistler, his mentor of the first film, who died in the first film. Yes. Spoilers! He didn't actually die. Guess what? I didn't know that. See, this is this is my problem. I watched these again as a kid, and so when we were watching it the first time, there was a moment where, like, I I, I said as we were watching, I was like, "Oh no, is Chris Christopherson gonna die?" Yeah, he's in the next two films, so I don't think so. <laughs> and then he died, and I was just like, as that scene happened, I was like, "I don't remember him dying." I was like, "I was pretty sure he was in the next two films." <laughs> And then this movie starts off with Blade giving a narration. A very heavy narration. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, my mentor Whistler died, but he didn't die. Yeah, he it's like, turned. this is what happened between the movies. We're not going to do any scenes to no. catch you up. We're just going to fucking go there. We're going hard. <laughs> yeah, he, he's tracking Whistler down. Whistler's been turned into a vampire. He's being held captive by vampires. And they're kind of like using him as bait to like lead blade around mm-hmm. and that's that's what the beginning of the movie is, is he's he sets uh whistler free he finds him and saves him yeah. along with the help of his new whistler his new techie in the chair norman yeah. reedus <laughs> playing scud scud yeah i i didn't even remember that norman reedus was in this i like right that, that was one of those of course the first thing i saw him in was walking dead and right. then i saw his name pop up and i was like Oh my god, I didn't know this. Like I was like, I, I completely forgot that he was this character. Oh, He's a marijuana smoking techie. Yeah, he loves the Powerpuff Girls. Which, oh my god, man! Did that tie into the plot? No. Okay. Except for the fact that he puffs a lot. Oh. Yeah. I think that was just the joke. Was he like he likes puff 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 puff? Yeah. Because that's all he does throughout this whole movie. Is it, whenever you see him, he's smoking a joint. Like he always he is Snoop Dogging up in this shit. And it's it's really funny. It um you know, and when when they rescue Whistler, there's like brief moments between Whistler and and uh Scud where they're kinda like, you know, Whistler's like, This is my operation, motherfucker and, and Scud's just like, Yeah, but I'm the new you. I'm yeah. the I'm the guy in the chair and and, and you know, Blade really looks up to you, man. Yeah, he's like a, you're like a father to him. What's wrong, man? Jeez, <laughs> come down. <laughs> but yeah, the, the problem is, uh, once they free Whistler, they're approached by two envoys, I guess you'll call them, uh, Nisa and I want to say it was Donnie Yen, right? No, it wasn't Snowman. Uh oh, uh, I know they were with somebody. Named Priest, right? Well, that was one of their... later. Yeah, that was one of the uh, ensemble team they had to hunt Blade down. But anyways, they're approached by two envoys. I don't remember the the male's name, but it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really fun action scene. That's where you get the the presence of Guillermo right off the bat, is they have this little fun fight scene where Nisa, who's played by Leonor Varela... Uh, she has, you know, a sword 
Blade's got these tiny two. This like it's like a I don't know what you call it. It's like a ninja star, but it's not. Sai. Uh, what is it? What it have called? the three with it? Or? No, it was just the two. He was holding on to it like a like you would hold a dagger or uh, like a, like that hilt, and yeah. it had two curved blades on either on end either of end of it. Yeah, and he was fighting her with that while she had a sword, and then he also has a sword too that he's like you know yeah. using to block stuff. But it's a really good fight scene. I think it's a a, a Klingon death. There you go. <laughs> it, was, it was a shout out to Star Trek. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh my god! But no, it's it's a really good fight scene with the only issue that I have with the action in this movie because it, it definitely is a step up from the action of the last movie. It's it's a lot of it's in camera, which is nice, but they kept the quick act like quick edit cuts. Yeah, and I can't stand that in an action scene. Yeah, it. I feel like this is like the time period where that really started getting yeah. popular. Yeah, until right taken. before oh. sh- shaky cam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure we're gonna run into that. In yeah, those pretty films here. Right. No, yeah. It, that's the only problem I really have with the action of this movie is is they opted for mini edits, and there were so many shots that were so fucking good that I was just like, why didn't you just hold on this shot? Like, I mean, maybe they didn't get a good angle on the, the certain scenes or whatever, but like, I think this movie would be so much more improved if they had just done long action takes. Cause Guillermo can fucking do that. Like he's a competent yeah, director. He very much so. Even at this time, you know, he's, he'd only done mostly, um, I think Mexican based horror films, Yeah, but like he might not have been in on the editing. Maybe uh, not. Yeah. Maybe they kicked him out of the editing room. I hope not. Yeah. But Anyways, it's it's very fun fight scene, but these envoys uh, in a really stupid moment are like, wait, don't kill us. Please. We're here to actually deliver a message. Your guy shot at us first, so we started this fight scene because we were <laughs> shot at first. And it's just like, all right, well, here's what happens. If somebody shoots at you and you're not there to fight, you put your hands up, put your weapons down, you say, we're not here to fight. You don't fucking fight. Yeah. But they had to have this yeah. awesome scene. So. Yeah, except for, uh, you know, in their perspective, Blade is downright genocidal, okay? That, that is true. He, will, he, he murders <laughs> any fucking vampire he sees. But, you know, it's it's a... Once he, once he realizes they're not there to fight, he's like, all right, I'll listen to you. And they tell him, we want to hire you, basically, because, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's the, yeah. that's the message of this movie, is the enemy of my enemy is my friend. They focus on this a lot. Yes. And yes, they do. Yeah, they, they bring Blade and his, his posse down to the main headquarters of Vampire Family, whatever the fuck you want yeah. to call them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the head, Damaskino, Damaskinos, yes. played by Thomas Kretschmann... Very old, very ugly vampire, you know, super dehydrated, pale as fuck, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like... Like, the... The elder. The elders, like, in, um... Yeah, the underworld, underworld, yeah. Yeah, they took a lot of inspiration from Blade, they really did. And, uh, yeah, they they go there, and Damaskinos, they have a human lawyer who is not a vampire there. I don't remember his name. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to remember looking at these names. They're all so bland. <laughs> but basically, they tell Blade that, you know, vampirism is like a virus. You know, it, yeah. it's passed along through the, the saliva of the vampire. And he's like, I knew this. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, just like, and like a virus, it can mutate. Mm-hmm. And there's been a mutation. And the name of 
Oh, Nomak. Nomak, yeah. Played by Luke Goss. Luke Goss. Luke Goss. And, we don't uh, know who this person no, is. No, sorry, we, Luke. We looked him up. We could do a super uh, strange side character. I I think what what is super strange about Luke Goss is that he's worked very consistently, and I've never heard of any of his projects. Well, to be fair, we only looked at the last six years. That's true. So, well, actually, seven years. God damn, it's twenty twenty three. Are we doing this? No, or, no, no, no. We don't no. need. To. We don't need to. This is just a brief one. We yeah, don't know. Mac- Nomak is the new villain. He's the next guy. Yeah. Um, Guillermo and David S. Goyer wanted to do Morbius, but Marvel and uh, you know people who had the rights of Morbius were like, no, no, no. We want to do our own movie series with Morbius. And they never did. They never did until a couple years ago when they yeah. did, and it was awful. <laughs> but I haven't Matt watched Smith it yet, so, that so was I fun. can't say. It's, it's awful. Are you sure? <laughs> it's pretty fucking awful. <laughs> we'll definitely watch we'll it sometime in this Marvel playlist. <laughs> My God, it's so bad. But yeah, they didn't want to do Morbius, so then instead they did this story, which is fine. Uh, but Nomak, he's got this gross, like predator style. Like his his chin yeah. opens up and like the, it reveals the mouth and a, a prehensile tongue. It's not really prehensile. Yeah, well, it's, it's got it's very much like Alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a it's a mix of xenomorphs, alien morphs, yeah. right? It's a mix of the xenomorph and predator, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got yeah, the tongue, right. but then it's got the jaw thing of yeah. a, of predator. You're right. Which is gross as shit. <clears throat> but it looked good. The effects on that were good. But yeah, the effects I didn't on think so. The effects on things getting killed were just like the exact same. As yeah, I, I I feel like they played back the skeleton pop thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it was more just like ashes, which I appreciate because the skeletons the- got kind of. Phony, a little goofy, a while, yeah. yeah. Except in the slow motion scenes, there's, there's yeah. certain moments where there's slow motion where there's like a skull that'll fly past yes. the camera, and it's like, yeah. okay, yeah. It's like, <laughs> look what right. we could do, guys. It's, it's like, like yeah, but didn't age that well. <laughs> but yeah, they, they hire uh, Blade to track down Nomak and kill him because um, the problem with this virus, what what Nomak is, is he is uh, he's like Blade. He was born a vampire with, but he has, uh, you know, he's immune to silver. He's immune to garlic, but what he's not immune to is sunlight. Yeah. And those he he changes are the exact same. The they also to kill him is seem to regenerate a lot faster. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, than the regular vampire. And the, they call uh, reapers. I don't think we yeah, said that think, yet. Yeah, I can't remember what the fuck they call it. But yeah, that's the other big problem with the vampires, and the reason they want Blade to help them is because Nomak, unlike vampires who only attack humans, Nomak attacks vampires. Yeah. And he's churning vampires into his At type of At a very of fast rate. Yeah. Yeah. Like 20 minutes and then they're just like... Rah. Yeah. And it's it's also like just the quantity that he's changing them to. And yeah. then, you know, it's an exponential growth because they're changing other vampires. Right. And- yeah, it's 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 worrisome for the vampires, and they want the best vampire hunter to help them out. Yeah, and uh, you know the blades thought process on it because you know Whistler, of course, is like, no, let them fucking kill each other, and we could just take care of this one. <laughs> you know, he's just like, what the hell? Um, but but Blades like, no, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Yeah, you know, it goes back to that enemy of my enemy is my friend thing over and over again. Yeah, because that's what that's what Blades doing. Blade is like, no. We can use this to help us take down the vampires because I'll be able to see how the family operates. Right. I'll be able to see where their favorite feeding grounds are. We'll have an inn. You know, let's do it. 
And the vampires are like, well, of course, we're not going to let you just go alone. Uh-huh. We're going to give you an A-list team here. Right, yeah. They, yeah, so basically a squad that they designed to hunt down Blade. Yeah, for two years they've been yeah. training them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Nyssa is a part of it. Right. And, and she's uh, the daughter of Damaskinos. So I don't think that's okay. really a spoiler. Uh, no. They, they tell no. you within 30 to 40 minutes, but they, no. they keep it under their vest, even though it's kind of silly. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Reinhardt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is another mainstay in the movie, played by Ron Perlman. And man, it's Fucking just good. the strangest <laughs> to me. So, like, I mean, it's so, you know, right turn of the millennia, man. <laughs> like, Leather Daddy. With this strange chin strap <laughs> that goes all the way around his head. He has yeah. no hair otherwise. Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> and he hasn't quite beefed out to like Hellboy length yet. Yeah, no. He's still like mildly skinny, especially in the face. Yeah. And it's, you know, he immediately challenges Blade when they see each other. He comes up to him and he's just like, motherfucker, I'm bigger than you. Have and you been Blade, trying to kill him? I Blade, want to kill him. <laughs> and then Blade whoops his ass real yeah. quick and sticks a bomb in his head. And they're constantly throwing German jokes at, at him. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's not like he was, like, super German or anything. His name's just <laughs> Reinhardt. Oh, man. But, yeah, Blade sticks a, 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 an explosive on the back of Reinhardt's head so he can control him. Yeah. And he always tells him, you know, he's just like, mess around, you know, fuck around, find out. Yeah, I'll blow you up. I'll blow you up. I got nitrous silver in that shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he leads this team. There's a bunch of them. There's, like, you know, maybe ten. I don't know. But he leads them around to the feeding grounds to find these converted uh, vampires, the Reapers, and to try to stop them. Yeah. And the problem is when he comes up against Nomak for the first time, Nomak's like, hey, man, I thought you'd be on my side because enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh And Blade's like, well, I don't fucking know now. (laughs) (laughs) And so they have have a fun fight. But... uh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much the story. Is it? It, it just it boils down to them uh, tracking Nomak around. Not much happens other than that. Not they, they really. Confront. Yeah, there's a lot of um, duplicity going on, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know that's what happens with the enemy of my enemy is I my know, friend right? story. <laughs> yeah, uh, and anyhow, uh, yeah, the, the creatures like Nomak though they. Um, they just they have no idea how, what how to kill them for the longest time yeah and i mean the vampires also because it's like they find out early that sunlight is like the only right. good way to kill them and but, since blade is teamed up with vampires the vampires are like well we don't want to use sunlight to kill yeah them because- that's very dangerous <laughs> for us yes and um and also like they can't fight during the day yeah exactly um so yeah, that really kind of limits them on what they're able to do about the situation. <laughs> but, but Blade obviously can do. Blade's like, I invented the day shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he calls up his bud, his friend Bud Lebowski or whatever. <laughs> it's not Lebowski, but I don't remember yeah, what bud. it is. Yeah, from uh, day, day shift. shift. Oh my god, dude, that'd oh be god. great if they did get like Wesley Snipes and Jamie Fox to just like fight vampires so together. That'd be so funny. Yeah, I would love it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't know what else to say about this movie besides yeah, going really into yeah. closing statements. Yeah, it didn't really, 
uh, expand on like the story at all, no. really. Uh, but it was, I do think it had really interesting monsters. I liked it better than the last one, but I also did have kind of a hard time paying attention to it. So a lot of the details are just gone for me yeah uh for this story um i do i i give it a face because i i think it was a better movie than the last one i think i gave that one a face so right yeah 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 i'm giving it the same score as i gave the last one which is a three they're pretty much on par for each other there's not much uh you know again as you said there's no there's no character development no yeah. story improvement it's pretty much just its own thing um that's it's which that's fine it too. is fine yeah, yeah but but at the same time like if you're gonna do a franchise i want it to build i don't want yeah. it to just be yeah. like standalone I, stories if you're gonna do that just make a fucking tv show that's episodic. sure sure but like uh for things like the star trek films you know they they do a bit of both right like, the first two obviously have absolutely nothing to do with each other. <laughs> but they, yeah, but they built off of a show. To they begin built with. off of a show. Yeah. Yes. So it's like they already had that foundation in place where it's like, we can just make a long episodic, you know, it's like, this is a, technically a movie. Yeah. But in reality, it's just a two hour long episode of the show. Right. right. With a better budget. <laughs> and like, you know, that, that's fine to do that. But like, if you're going to do like, I don't know, even Fast and the Furious builds off of itself, you know, the family's always yeah. growing. It's always about family. <laughs> But like it's always about it's family. always about family. Even babe. number eight, when it's about hurting your family. <laughs> hey, you have reasons. <laughs> there are reasons involved. Uh, but no, I I don't know. Gamble del Toro set a uh, set and you know set out to do this movie with the idea of he wanted to buy combine Japanese animation with the comic book st- structure of this story. Mm-hmm. And I think you know in the in the action scenes he pretty much succeeded. Like. You know, because there's a lot of CGI that's, like, very... um, It's close to Matrix-level CGI in this one, Mm -hmm. but they keep it in low light so that it looks mildly better. Because, you know, there's a lot of moments where Blade and the vampires are jumping around really quick and they're doing flips and shit. And it's, like, obviously it's CGI. You can see that if you're paying attention, but it's in low light. So, if you're just going in with the fun, you know, having fun... You might not even see that it's CGI. Maybe you'll just be yeah. like, yeah, this is a fun, like, kind of fluid fight scene. It's, you know, yeah. it's very interesting. But, like, if you're, if you're looking real hard, you can definitely see where that's not Wesley Snipes. That's a CGI Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's it's still fun. Like, I still enjoyed it. Um, you know, it does, it does set up Blade Trinity, which we'll get to in a while. Okay, okay. Uh, but that's not what's next. I don't believe. I think we've got Spider Man no, next. I think it is Spider Man. I think Which you're I'm right. Very excited for. Yeah, that. that's a. I mean, that is. Uh, yeah, good movie. Yeah, there's a. Um, you know, if you're gonna head down to Patreon.com/slash Green and Faceless and check out Bangers and Hash, uh, I'm hoping to be able to catch. Uh, Inside, which is Willem Dafoe's next movie coming okay. out. Um, it seems like he's basically doing the Green Goblin at oh, times. Okay. So that, that was my segue there to, to plug our website. <laughs> I'm very excited for that, but I have no idea if that's coming to a theater near me. Oh, like, that's fair. Yeah, because, you know, AMC's pretty lost in the times now. They've been running that fucking Nicole Kidman ad for two fucking years. <laughs> I'm so tired. Like uh, we'll go to see we'll go to see film or I'll go see films with uh, some friends of mine in uh-huh. the theaters, 
And there's one of my friends who, like, once they start to Nicole Kim and things, like, yes, you know, and he, he like salutes the <laughs> salutes the because he, he's obviously joking. But then once that once it ends, you know, once she's just like, you know, please enjoy the movie or whatever the fuck she says, I can say it verbatim, but I have to go from the beginning. Because yeah, that's the only way I remember it. But like once she says her fucking line, he's just like, all right, guys, I'm out. <laughs> he only comes for Nicole Kidman, man. <laughs> no, but hopefully that does come to the theaters and I can talk that at the next Bangers and Hash. That would be but fun. That would be fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, just because we mentioned it, uh, if you if if this very small episode wasn't enough for you, uh, you could go check out the Fast and the Furious. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can check out that. We've talked about it. It's coming out soon. Fast 10. Oh, man. We'll or, just sorry. tag that sorry. on the end, right? Fast X. Fast X. Yeah. They should have done it. Just FX. I know. Come on. We told them. They did F9 and then they had FX just waiting <laughs> just for them. Just right there. And then could have gone CGI Galore, yeah, they could have gone to space. They already, already kind of did that. They already yeah. did, yeah. yeah. But they could have done more. In the trailer, <laughs> the next one, Dom pulls down two helicopters with his car. Oh, my God. It's fucking I crazy, mean, man. I mean, it, 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 the car is heavy enough, but yeah. No. It is. Helicopters if, can transport cars. <laughs> yeah, they can. But if he's running the car into like a cable... That they're attached to. There's two of them, though. Two yeah. helicopters uh-huh. with cables through a car. I'm telling he you. He had to do his nitrous boost. That's what, okay. I'm, that's what I'm expecting. All right. Is, that's, that's fair. That's fair. But that jolt of energy into helicopters on the on cables only because they're gonna the come into nitrous, yes. it come into each other yeah. only because of the fake nitrous they had lifted him up and okay. were carrying him. all right if he, he was already inertia lifted, if yeah. he was already lifted. Then yeah, it's I've had to watch. This I haven't trailer. watched it. So. I've had to watch this trailer but so also, many fucking times. We gotta so remember physics don't exist. Physics <laughs> <laughs> don't exist in the Fast and Furious franchise. Dom can jump across a hundred feet and catch someone and fall into a car and be fine. Just fine. Just oh fine. my god. Oh uh, okay. Well, rant that- aside, this was fun. <laughs> we'll come back with Spider Man for this. <laughs> Uh, playlist indeed i'm looking forward to it because i love sam raimi yeah it's a good movie yeah all right i'm the green trailer yeah i'm the green trailer from gorsh and i am the faceless leon safe travels and good night (laughs) green and faceless on the couch is a proud production of fiction works 19 are you a fan of the show feel free to contact us at green and faceless fans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe, or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.